Welcome to Let Parents Decide That, Episode 7, the show where we discuss lockdown lunacy, protecting parental rights, and try to fight fear-driven policies with strength and logic. Join us. The fight starts now. <laughs> well, it's a new year. Happy New Year. It is January 1, 2022. 2022. I just got used to writing 2021. All right. Yeah. I'm yeah. one of those people. And uh, <laughs> so I guess, you know, it's a new year. I mean, so the pandemic's over, right? We don't need to deal with any of this anymore. I thought we were done. Yeah, we're done, right? I mean, yeah. it's new year. Why would we keep going? New oh, year, no. new me. Oh, no. Just wait. It got worse somehow. It got crazier. Oh. They're pushing stuff even further. Um, I swear every every time we get together, I have a, a larger list of craziness <laughs> that's happened. Not the worst? It is insane. Oh, so man. We're going to go through that, but... The main, uh, one of the main topics we're going to talk about today is how this has torn families apart. Yeah. And what what sparked this was, and I'll, I'll show this uh, news story here. So, you know, stupid Fauci is everywhere on every, every holiday. I mean, throughout this whole yeah. two years, it's... Oh, East, remember the first one was the Easter. The first one was Easter. Easter of 2020. Oh, yeah. I don't think you should. Oh, I don't think you should. Blah, blah, blah. You shouldn't. And then and then it was you know Memorial Day, 4th of July, every freaking time. Yeah. And then, of course, if they ask the guy, he's going to go, no, you probably shouldn't. What else is he going to say? Right? <laughs> go so, ahead. It's done with. Here, here we go again. We're good. It's a, just a cold. Yeah. Here we go again. Fauci says to cancel New Year's Eve parties as millions struggle for normalcy nearly two years into the pandemic. And I see everybody is caving to this fear because, you know, full disclosure, there is a massive spike in cases right now because yeah. of the Omicron yeah. is just ripping its way through. There's a massive spike in cold cases this year. <laughs> right. It's It follows it exactly is. the symptoms of Omicron mm -hmm. follow exactly what the, what is it? The NyQuil cold yeah. and flu? The symptom list. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> okay. And, if if you would have uh, any type of brain or common sense, you would look at what happened in South Africa, where it originated, and the deaths did not follow that same curve. No. So what are we so afraid of? So settle down. Why are we doing this? Yeah. But again, because- you Why know, can't we just take over-the-counter medicine and right. go back to normal? Exactly. Yeah. Again, if I was dictator Koth, I would say, if you have symptoms, stay home. Uh, end of press conference. Yes. That's it. Uh, but no. Good night. Fauci will not release his power and the, you know, everybody. Well, he's the highest paid government employee. I saw that, yeah. Yes. So I, mean, I guess. Like 800 grand a year or something. I guess if that were me, then yeah, I would like. Well, the dude's 80. Yeah. Or 81. Is he that old? Yeah. I mean, what is well, he? Well, he looks pretty good for being that old. Why he must like be some kind of vampire bloodsucker <laughs> or something. I mean, retire already, dude. You're, oh, man. you're milking the government dry. Well, I'm tired of listening to your ass. Well, he's got all the connections, so he'll stay forever. So yeah, he's a highest paid government employee. So obviously there's a lot of motivation to stay in place Yeah. and be deemed relevant. Yeah. Um, we have to keep the fear going. So the job stays. Right. So, you know, they capitalize on the spike in cases and yeah. that, so that's the biggest uh, ammunition they have to bolster their case of, Oh, don't get together. Uh, we need to do this, this uh, freak out, freak out. So here's the latest in this. So uh, again, they're focusing on cases, the cases. Yep. Fauci says to cancel New Year's Eve parties as millions struggle for normalcy, blah, blah, blah. Again, uh, once again, you know, 
uh, guess what I did last night, New Year's Eve? My band played. <laughs> you didn't go out, did you? Uh, oh, no. We uh, we played to a packed bar. Yeah. Uh, up in Grand Forks. And had I should have brought my mask. Had a grand old time. Next to you now. And then my, it's funny because as my, <laughs> my New Year's Eve uh, little spiel on the mic was, okay, everybody decide who you're going to give Omicron to at, at midnight. <laughs> if you haven't, so, don't have somebody picked out, pick somebody out now. I mean, it's just a joke at this point. No. You know, everybody's out. Thank God. Everybody was out there having fun. Okay, you were in Grand Forks, Grand right? Forks, yep. Was anybody masked? Oh, God, no. 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 Okay. Just check in. Mm-mm. Just check in. Because I'm pretty sure their schools still are. I'm not positive. I'll, I'll have to check oh, in. Oh, probably. That. Oh, yeah. Just the, yeah. the silliness of this. Yeah. I mean, everybody's up partying New Year's Eve. And then, you know, two days later when school resumes, yep. they'll be back in masked up. Well, thank God for that. Yeah. It's really going to stop oh, things from playing for around. Keeping us all safe. So uh, Fauci says uh, on CNN, of course, he never goes on on Fox News or any other <laughs> any place where he would possibly get challenged by yes. a genuine question. If there's a question, then he needs to n- just walk away. Exactly. So he says uh, uh, the Americans should cancel their New Year's Eve parties due to increasing spread of the Omicron variant. As Americans struggle to find normalcy, as the pandemic wraps up its second year, I would stay away from that, Fauci said when asked about annual parties on CNN's New Day. Well, and then let's just look. Hang on a second. Let's Let's just look. Go back up. Because then, as a side note, the little blurb is fentanyl overdoses become number one cause of death among U.S. adults 18 to 45. A national emergency. Worry about that. Yeah. Like, why don't we put some emphasis on shit that actually matters? And that's a good point. And that's kind of a running thread through all the stuff we're going to talk about today is... Why are we focusing on this thing that has tiny relative risk versus things that are actually causing real, actually causing real, real harm, real harm and real death? Yes. Why are we not focusing on those? Um, and if, okay, of course he's got to push the vaxes again. I've been telling people consistently that if you're vaccinated and boosted and you have a family setting in the home with family and relatives, it's okay to gather. Fauci continued. But if you're talking about a New Year's Eve party, we have 30, 40, 50 people celebrating. You don't know the status of their vaccination. I would strongly recommend. And staying away from that this year. Now we have we have eighty six people in my immediate family on one side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right. f you, Fauci. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and then again, he's the shaming of the unvaxed, and, and yeah. we're going to cover uh, significantly here. The vaxed are not protected from this, <laughs> and they are definitely not. Uh, they do not get to claim that they're not spreading because it they, is ripping, exactly ripping. that they're not spreading it. That they're not. They're not. A, they're infected. Mm-hmm. B, they're transmitting. So who the hell are is this guy? Yeah, that's going to be very clear by the end of this episode. Oh, man. That you do not get to say as a vaxxed person, well, I'm not spreading I did it my now. part. Yeah, I did my part. I did I, my part. I can go out in public now because I did my part for the greater good. Yep. No, you're spreading it too, just like everybody. Yeah, and you honestly may be worse because if your symptoms if are... Masks, yep, symptoms if your little, symptoms are suppressed a little bit, if it's even doing that... You just have a little sniffle, but you're still radiating hot Omicron. Yep. Running around, just just spreading it all over the place which, versus which, me, where if I'm not feeling well, I'm just mm-hmm. going to be like, well, I think I should stay home. Which, by the way, I'm fine. If, uh, you know, vaxxed people have Omicron and they're out and about, I could care less because I expect that it's going to get coughed all over me. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. And if Let, I was, then I would stay home. Well, again, let's just go, go back to, you know, let's go back to 2019. Mm-hmm. Did you, Were we so afraid of cold season that we stayed in our homes? No, God, no. Yeah. Or that we changed our life in any way I mean, whatsoever. If, if your kid had a fever and like a flu, you'd keep them home. Yeah. 
And you would stay away from a, a family party because you don't want to get your older relatives the flu. That's yeah. it. I mean, just why aren't those rules sufficient? That's it, exactly. And you know, the sh- and there was no uh, talk of, well, did you get your flu shot? Oh, why? Oh, shame. Yeah, nobody shame. would freak out and shame you if, no, it- if you got the flu. Because, and you know why? Because ultimately, the flu shot protects is, you. Well, and it was only about ten to fifteen percent effective every year because <laughs> they were like throwing the darts at the dartboard trying to guess how the. What variant of the flu was going oh, to man. appear this year? I was and they'd always, have to guess in advance. Yeah, I was always so concerned about the flu shot. Like I was like, this doesn't make sense. I like, just I just never bothered because again, number one, I, I just trusted my immune system. Yeah, so you're a wh- healthy guy. Why take a flu shot that is about ten to fifteen percent effective against whatever possible variant? emerged in yeah. the future they're trying to predict they're trying mm-hmm. to guess and they don't get it right very often so it's uh doesn't have very much utility yep and i just to me it was just ineffective and there was no reason to do it but there was no shaming of that yeah. i never got shamed for not taking a flu shot people were like eh, whatever yeah and then if i had flu or symptoms, even asked i don't even home. ever remember getting asked exactly so you know but now and that's kind of the overarching point of this whole episode is you know how it's kind of tearing families apart because of if you're somebody who watches CNN and MSNBC and you've been fed a steady diet of this material yeah, for two years. Of these lies. Now you think that it's your job to run around policing everyone else. Well, you believe it. And yeah. If you, and that's what sucks. Okay. And I'm going to tell a story real quick. So, you know, and you can talk about your Christmas, but you know, my. Yeah. Let's my, hear yours first. Yeah. Uh, so my grandma, and this sucks because I love my grandma. She's 97, right? Lives in her house. A reasonably healthy, um, invited her probably 10 days before Christmas. All my other relatives were going other places, yeah. you know, which they rotate around and stuff. So, and we kind of host who's ever left in town. Well, the only person left in town is my grandma. So we thought, well, we'll, we'll host her. It'll be great. My kids are super excited. We made, yeah. made her favorite soup, you know, and then she calls Christmas Eve because we're going to have her on Christmas day for a big meal and everything. She calls Christmas, yeah. Christmas Eve and says, I can't come over. I don't feel comfortable. Oh, no. And, uh, you know, I was just like, it was like a stake through the heart. Like, because we, we love her. We want to see her. Yeah. She's 97 years old. I mean, honestly, you know, I don't know how many more Christmases she has left. Yeah, so she would have rather sat at home by herself on Christmas. Right. Because she was so scared. And I know that was tearing her apart because she does not want to not see my kids yeah. and me. God, that makes me want to cry, Josh. I know. That's it, was, terrible. it was really sucked. Um so, you know, she chose to stay at home yeah. v- versus coming to our house. And it's not like she's saying, you know, you suck. I don't want to see you. It's that she's legitimately she's legitimately afraid. afraid. Because she said yes 10 days earlier. But, you know, what had happened right before Christmas well, was... Well, you don't want to force her either. Well, no. And the fear had ramped up so aggressively. Yeah. Like the week before Christmas. Because, you know, the Omicron cases were spiking. And then Fauci's saying, you know, don't get together. And, you know... And she, you know, is a kind of an old school Democrat, you yeah. know, like a labor union Democrat. Yeah. So she's well, it was CNN. different back then. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the party was totally by different. progressive woke standards. You know, she's definitely not that far over to the left, but but kind of an old school, you know. Uh, so she watches CNN as yeah. well. This is the middle of the road. Uh, why would they have any reason to? Yeah, you thinking know, have that a bias. that's exactly. <laughs> so she watches that, gets a steady diet of that, and then. 
why wouldn't you believe them? I mean, that's the authority. And then you got the guy who's been there for 40 years. Yeah. He's literally, who she's been listening to since the 80s. Right. Literally yeah. the authority on this stuff. So she's thinking, I, you know, this is, this sucks, but I have to make this decision for the, to, you know, for my own safety. Yeah. So, yeah. And again, I, my philosophy has always been, look, I'm going to live my life. We're going on vacations. We're going everywhere. Anybody will let us go. And if you choose to not come along, I yeah. can't make you. But it doesn't mean it doesn't suck when that hat when they make that choice. Yeah. Because it does hurt. You know, it I've, does. There's been a lot of family gatherings that people have elected not to go. Um, so we've missed out on seeing a lot of relatives because of this. And they've missed out too. And they've missed out. They've missed out too. And I've tried to make it as normal for my kids as possible this whole time. Like we'll we'll go anywhere, see anybody, have experiences. You know, I'm not I don't want to limit uh, their life experience based on this. Um, so that's kind of my story, and that really sucked. Oh, and then just to put a, t- a nice little exclamation point on it, you know, I was a little raw when because she had just called, and then yeah. I chatted with my sister, who was very on uh, the other side, very on the on the opposite side of me on this stuff, and she said, "Well, maybe you should have got vaxxed. And that would have made grandma like feel that better. was the reason my grandma stayed away yeah. was because our family is not vaxxed, mm-hmm. and ooh that. I took every bit of self-control for me not to like just go off. Yeah. And this is the problem because it's causing this, you know, uh, well, you're dirty and unwashed. Exactly. And, and it's causing this the, where, where never before right. where your medical decisions, your personal medical decisions were ever used to determine your mm-hmm. character before. And right. now you don't care about grandma. Exactly. And meanwhile, none of us have any symptoms. You know, my daughter got over COVID like three weeks ago. Yeah. Over, thanks, over Thanksgiving. It was like actually like six weeks ago. Uh, you know, nobody else had any any symptoms. Ever, you know, there's no no indication See, of any danger. you're even nice enough that you would have been like, Grandma, if you want to wear a mask, you can. <laughs> right. Well, we just wanted to see her. Yeah. And, you know, it, so then when my sister said, well, you should have got vaxxed, oh, that just pissed me off because... Again, we're going to demonstrate here being vaxxed is no protection yeah. against spreading it. No. So if you're symptom-free, you know, what's the problem with having people over? But again, I can't force my grandma to believe the same as me. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. And I feel bad for my kids because they they love celebrating. They love having people over. And that was our one relative that was going to. So Be again, there. we were the dirty leper family who had yeah. Christmas alone again. You know, a, one of many holidays that has happened in the past two years so that's my story yeah it's sad. yeah we had we had something very similar where last minute we had so we had christmas out at my in-laws lake cabin this year mm-hmm. which this is the first time that we've ever that that we've done that since i've been with my husband so in like 11 years that's mm-hmm. the first time so that was like we were excited like we had enough beds for everybody we were like everybody was planning on staying we were all going to spend the night um you know, just like a good old fashioned yeah. family Christmas. The stuff that creates memories that yeah, you remember when Where you're the kids older. wake up with their cousins and right. Santa comes and you get to open Santa presents with the cousins and like, mm-hmm. you know, all of that good stuff. And we were just so excited. And um, we got a text. I got a text because this particular family member is um, scared to talk to my husband about it because <laughs> he just he just does not. He's like, no. Nope. Yeah, he's got no <laughs> bullshit right. like he's like nope so um it was myself Which is surprising because i thought you would be that one yeah so he's he's well, even I'm just more outspoken very, than you yeah well i'm very i'm 
like you're more diplomatic. About I'm it. more diplomatic. Yeah. yeah. Like my bullshit meter is like still like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to put up with any of that, but like I do it in a nicer way. Right. <laughs> I think before I text back, he doesn't. Yeah. So, <laughs> but she had, so she had put me and my sister-in-laws, um, on a, on a group text and said, Hey, um, you know, we, we had heard that there, there's a possible COVID exposure. Mm. Okay. Now, let me let me explain what this possible exposure was. It was a guy that works with my in-laws. He was a close contact and he thought that he needed to tell them that he's a close contact. Even he's 2 degrees removed. Okay. So not even him being the positive case. Okay. He was And I think he the- did event I think he did end up getting sick. I'm not positive. Right. But at first he just said, "Well, I'm a close contact and my in-laws were just kind of like, okay, whatever. They didn't really care, but yeah. they knew Assume that some, everybody's a close contact at this point. Yes. But they knew that some family members were more concerned than other than others. So they did the kind thing. Let them know. And they let them know. Well, I mean, personally, I wouldn't have done that, but whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you every time my friend has a go. cold. We can't go. Freak yep. out. But whatever. Well, and these, this particular family member, they're three times they're boosted, mm-hmm. you know? So like, what is your fear? Right. I don't understand. But so they text and they said, um, you know, due to the possible exposure, we're not going to be coming to stay at, or, you know, to the cabin to visit. And we'd like to come to, we'd like to come to drop off the presents for the kids. We won't enter your homes. <laughs> And like they made it very clear, like we will not enter your house. We'll throw them from the open car window yep. as we and, slow down. And they've done this before where they come over and then I've got to have the door open in the dead of winter and they will stand there on my porch and then my kids have to like open their presents. Oh my God. Like with the door open. Yeah. And I'm done with it. Like right. I'm like, nope. Cause it's getting, it's yeah. getting really hard to explain to Just the kids. Mail them. Yeah, when they're like, Just why? Shift me the packages. Yeah, when they're like, why won't so and so come in? Right. You know, because then, cause because you're dirty. When somebody comes in, dirty comes vaxxed. to my house, yeah, I'm like, hey, you want to come in? You want some coffee? Like, you yeah. want, you know, whatever? Like, I'm trying to host right away. Nope, nope. Oh, we better not. Oh, we better not. And oh, so my kids sucks. are like, what the hell is going on here? Right. You know. So I very kindly, I took it out of the group message and I sent a private message to them, and I said, hey, we'd rather not meet that way. Um, the kids honestly have like, and I said, we'd rather not meet that way. It's getting really hard to explain to the kids why you don't want to come inside. Mm -hmm. And there's really no good explanation for it. And so we're dirty. Yeah. Which makes sense. And so, um, and then I went one step further because let parents decide that had a Christmas angel program this year where we matched up kids in social services mm-hmm. with Christmas, um, with, with people that wanted to donate presents for them. So I let her know, I said, Hey, the kids really don't need gifts this year. You know, they've got plenty of stuff. I said, if you'd like to donate, <laughs> maybe this is where I crossed the line because I said, if you'd like to donate those to Cass County social services, I can help yeah, set you basically up. basically saying we don't want the, I don't, want, don't want your, your shit. Gifts. I don't want your stuff. I don't need it. Yeah, I can see how that could be. Taken yeah. Wrong. So I said very nicely, like I can help hook you because they have a need this year and I've been trying to help out with that. But I said, but the, they, we would love to see you anytime. So as soon as you feel safe, you just let us know, like, yep. we're praying for you. God bless you. Mm-hmm. And they didn't say anything back. 
And then the next morning, I got the longest text message I've ever seen in my life. And it was, I couldn't even sleep last night. I can't. so offended. They were so offended. I couldn't even sleep last night because I I can't stand to think about what you and Brandon, my husband, are teaching your kids and how you're how you're talking to them about us and you better tell them that if we that the reason that we won't now get this let's go Brandon yep you better tell them that the reason that we won't come over is because you guys are too selfish mm. and won't won't get yourselves vaccinated so that, that so that we feel safe oh my god you won't get vaccinated so that we feel safe <sighs> excuse me oh my god oh man and then she just goes on and on and on pretty soon we're members of a Trump cult mm-hmm. and we're we're not even listening to our to our cult leader, I guess, because he's out there promoting the vaccine like and, crazy and boosted. Yeah, because <laughs> like, he was on with O'Reilly so. the other day, and he and he said he, O'Reilly asked him if he got the booster, and he yeah. said he did, and he got booed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> Good. But, and then I, I've gotten that thrown at me in several Facebook arguments. Well, your your dear Trump leader says to, he's I'm not like, my doctor. It's like if. <laughs> Trust me, if he was president, this wouldn't be mandated. Yeah. He would say, I love, and because his ego is so strong. Yeah. And he, and when he, well, he was in office. Everyone loves me and we love the vaccine. Well, and we developed and we, the vaccine. We got it. <laughs> we made it happen. He would never drop that. So it would be, yeah. that's why he would always be pro-vaccine because yeah. he developed it. Yeah. It was I mean, his if deal. if Biden would have come up with it, he would have been, don't take that Yeah. Crap. Oh my gosh. So, you know, that's all political. But again, even if Trump was president, I still wouldn't be getting vaxxed no. because I make my own decisions <laughs> and he wouldn't be mandating it. And there would be none of this private employer mandate there'd be none of this shame well it's the just hilarious passports. to me that like you why why did this you know like we're talking about christmas yeah. here and now you're yelling at me about being a being a trumpster and plus he's 80 or whatever 78 or something yeah so if he chose he made the calculation that for him that was better to get vaxxed and boosted go ahead i have no problem with that oh man don't force me but again know your freaking facts exactly because don't tell me that i should do something to make you comfortable when it doesn't work that way it doesn't work and it doesn't work that if you're way triple boosted uh, isn't that effective that's what i said i said i said a lot of other stuff but i said i said hey if your shot works it works mm-hmm. it does not prevent against infection or transmission you can ask your freaking doctor and they're about still hanging that. that belief yeah and we're gonna get into they that are specifically here in a, in a minute uh, but that oh, that's uh, that's a horrible but story. if they do any reading you know what sucks though is that's oh, gonna be tough to repair that. and also well here it would have been less tough to repair if she hadn't also thrown in that I'm making a fool of myself running all around North Dakota trying to right. disprove the scientific efficacy of masking children. Right. So, yeah. yeah exactly. Now we're now we're in so, a little bit of hot water. And it's unfortunate because I love my sister, I love my grandma, I love all these people that well, think the exact opposite. Well, you know that opposite. they love you. Exactly. And but, that they're just scared when exactly but when you get treated a certain way mm. it does erode things and then how do you repair that yeah because they're always going to think i was wrong there's no convincing is there going to be an apology probably there, not no, there's no convincing and people just get dug in deeper yep uh, that's just human nature and they're but, not going to say oh i'm sorry i said that to you after i found out the truth no 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 you of know? course never i mean no one never no one ever gets held accountable for any of this stuff no one has to ever retract their initial statements nobody ever says i was wrong yeah um you know that unfortunately that's the way it is myself included <laughs> you know i mean it, true truly i mean if you look at it objectively i'm not gonna believe me i'm dug in yeah you know like, <laughs> see i've gone back on fact, stuff i'm getting i'm getting more and more uh you know 
feisty about shit. Yeah. Like, uh, it took, I'm getting more feisty for me too. to hold back, you know, is tough now. But, you know, for my relatives, I'm really, really trying to just be like, okay, that's your belief. And it's really sucks that we're being hurt by this. Yeah. But, you know, I can't, conv- there's no convincing of anyone. No. You nope. know, if I learn anything from all the sales training I've had over the years, you can't talk people into stuff. Mm-mm. You know, you, they have to come to it themselves. Yeah. And if they're it's not. It's got to be their idea. Right. And if they've had a uh, steady diet of Fauci and CNN and MSNBC all for the last two years, they're never going to get there. Yeah. And, you know, I th- there's a few that I think are starting to open their eyes as they see the realities of the massive vaxxed. Well, outbreaks. Yes. Uh, and like the flip how do you flopping deny this and shit? all this weird stuff. So. Here, okay, here's another story. Uh, speaking about tearing families apart. Now, I had a friend of mine uh, who remain anonymous tell me that uh, her husband, behind her back, yeah, tried to take her her child to go get vaxxed mm-hmm. without telling her. And I think they're getting divorced over this. Well, and and which is really for a really little backstory, the like, ultimate sad. He has some health issues, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Which contribute to his fear. Fear. Mm -hmm. Yep. So he's afraid. And, and then now he wants to put their son, you know, onto the experimental chopping block. Right. Because in his mind, that's the safest way to do it. To keep him safe. And he thinks, and he has the full on, you know, panic um, idea that son's going to end up on a ventilator. Yep. And that's just what's going to happen if we don't do this. So, you know, we're talking about. You know, arguing with relatives, families, you know, having strife and falling apart. Well, this is a married couple yeah. probably going to not be together now because of this issue 100%. Yes. Well, I mean, that's sad. And how mad would you be if you're, you know, the one of the par- people in the relationship and the other person goes behind your back to try to get your kid vaxxed without telling you? Yeah. That is just and where how have we gotten here? You know, I mean, like it's yeah. gotten to the point now where where we've got a married couple who, I mean, I don't know their you know their relationship or their backstory, but like marriage, the whole foundation is trust, mm-hmm. and that you're able to share, you know, you're able to communicate and stuff like that. Yeah. So to to do something this big and try to hide that from the other person. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty grievous it's horrible. violation of trust. And just to take the, his side for one second or to see it from his point of view, he's yeah. thinking you're risking our child's life because you're not willing to give him this protection yeah. that he so desperately needs. Yeah. So, and he thinks exactly as, as strongly as she does mm-hmm. the opposite way. Yeah. And the problem with vaccines is it's binary. There is no, well, let's just give them half a dose. Yeah. Let's, Once you it's know, in, it's in. There's, it's binary. It's either you got the vaccine or you didn't. So there's no way to compromise. Yeah. You know, if you're talking custody, you can say, well, okay, you get Christmas, I get Thanksgiving, you know. Yeah. He can eat can, candy at your house, not at my yeah, house. Yeah. You can, you can, you can compromise meat in the middle. Mm-hmm. The vax, it's either all or nothing. It's binary. So there's no way to do this. So actually, I, I found, um, you know, this is a big issue. It is. We've had a lot of parents. I mean, this one also, but we've had a number of parents reach out um, with the exact same situation um, with, 
you know, and even with just the masks, oh, my husband's on the other side or my yeah. wife's on the other side. And, you That's know, what started yeah, and masks. they're married, you know, and then it's just the divide has just gotten stronger. And people, as, as they get dug in deeper, I mean, you're so uh, sure that you're right. And it's, yeah. you know, this is about life and death. So people, there's nothing more serious to a parent than yeah. the health and, and protecting your child protecting your child, and what you think is right in doing so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People will do anything to make sure that they're protecting their kids. The interesting thing was when I was chatting with this gal, she said she, when she had talked to some lawyers that as soon, she was trying to be vague about it and say like, um, I'm, I have a question about, you know, one person wants to do something and they go, Oh, the vax, yeah. like the lawyer knew right away heard it before. Well, it's ha- because it's happening a lot. Yeah. So, you know, I just found this article about uh, how to handle this this thing now that COVID-19 vaccinations have been approved for children ages five and up, which has led to custody, custody disputes emerging between parents as to whether or not a child should be vaccinated. Um, so this is about Pennsylvania in particular, but I assume it's kind of the same everywhere. Most parents share joint legal custody of their children. So this is people that are split up. Um, in such cases, both parents would have to agree regarding any legal custody decisions for their children, such as those related to medical, educational, or religious concerns. This includes vaccinations and the COVID-19 vaccine. So if you're married, obviously you share legal custody. And Mm -hmm. if you're divorced but share legal custody, you have to decide. Meaning, if I want to get my child vaccinated, you don't, I can't go do it. Yeah. And if you want – but the problem is if you don't want to get a vaccine and I do – All you have to do is take them in. Well, I that's know. the that's the scary thing. It is scary, but legally, you're you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. So you but, have to both agree legally. Yes. The only way that um, she could lose this is if she loses legal custody. But at like just to play devil's advocate here, because here's the scary thing, and here's what we're running into, and I had I have um, a dad that's that's fighting this right now. They literally, okay, like even even me, I told you that I ha- I just had to take my kid in, okay? Mm-hmm. Just had to take my, my kid into the walk-in. They, I didn't have to show ID. Right. I didn't have to show my ID. I didn't have to, it could have been, my sister Your point knows, is if you wanted to do it, he could still He could still do it. Off Anybody like, could do it. Oh, well, you caught me. My sister knows all of my information. Yeah. She, if she was, if she was wild enough, yeah. she could take my kids in for their vaccines. Because she could just say that she's me and give my address and my information. And we have a serious problem here. Yeah. Like this is this is a lot scary than we realized, yeah. I think. Scarier, scarier than we realized. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it kind of the red light went off when we were talking about the mobile vaccination units. Yeah. You know, we're like, holy shit, well, well, all you need is a signature. Like anybody can sign a piece of paper. Oh, yeah. And then we realize- Especially if you want some free pizza. Exactly. Yeah. And ne- then we realize, whoa, this happens. This happens at every medical facility all over the place. Mm-hmm. And you, what you don't know, you don't know. You know, if they yeah, never tell you- how many flu shots have been given out, you know- by accident or without the parents' knowledge. I mean, I'm sure it's happened over the years. It mm-hmm. just wasn't as big of a concern as this. My sister-in-law, okay? My sister-in-law had it happen with the flu shot with my nephew. She had told the pediatrician, no, he doesn't need one. Mm-hmm. He's young. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember at the time, but he's, I mean, he's only seven now, and this was a couple of years ago. Um, and she had told her pediatrician, no, she did not want the flu shot. Well, the next time that, the, that the, so that should have been marked. Yeah. Well, 
the next time that his dad brought him in for something unrelated, I think he just went in for the walk-in or whatever, they said, oh, yeah, and then we see that he doesn't have his flu shot. And he goes, oh, okay. And the dad's like, whatever. Yeah, okay, he didn't just, know that she yeah. said no. Mm-hmm. He didn't know she said no. Right. And they, I mean, that's just that's just two people, like, not really. Or she the dads are just like, whatever. Yeah, and she didn't <laughs> think that she had to say, hey, don't let him have the flu shot. Yeah. Like, I said no to that already because you, you already file. said no. Yeah. yeah. yeah and they gave it sure. to him. Yeah, yikes. I mean, right. Oh, we're gonna Weird. hear sto- we're gonna hear stories of that now that now that the vax is available for five to eleven. We're gonna see a lot a lot more of that. And in keeping with our theme, I mean, it's tearing families apart, literally causing divorces and couples to separate now, which is just super sad. I mean, yeah. Again, over a tiny, tiny, tiny risk. Yeah. So that's what you're gonna lose your marriage over is the risk of your kid catching a cold. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And. I'll say on the other side too, uh, you know, the anti-vax people of, you know, of which I'm one, but for me, it's just because I don't think my kid needs it because they don't have a condition that requires it. I also don't think if they got jabbed that they're 100%, their heart's going to explode or they're going to grow a tail either. That's still a rare thing. But my whole position is, well, why undergo any risk if there's no utility in the vax and they, it's not required. And so both sides are really super you know, freaking out about a, a tiny yeah. percentage from both sides about what's going to happen if you get the vax or you get COVID. And when we know the truth about natural immunity, right. then it's kind of like, then like in my world at this point, it's kind of like, I'm like letting my kids like lick door handles. Cause <laughs> right. I'm like, okay, go ahead and get Omicron. Like yeah. give yourself some immunity. Well, and you know, I, I would never say go get the virus. Right? I'm like, not, no, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not advocating for door handle <laughs> well, licking. But they used to do that <laughs> with chicken pox. Chicken pox. You had chicken pox parties. Say, oh, go over to their house and go get it. Um, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying you don't need to live your life afraid. Uh, well, that, and that's what I meant is yeah. like, I'm, that's how unafraid I am. You don't need to over sanitize. You don't need to, uh, you know, use antiseptic everything. Yeah. Right? Just wash your hands with soap and water. And, you know, if your kids are playing in the dirt, great. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's what they should be doing. They should be exposed to, uh, a little normal, dirt never normal hurt. life, you know, yeah. because it's, it's going to build up your immune system like it's supposed to do. And it'll be strong and robust when it encounters something that could be possibly dangerous. That's the whole point. Give um, it a little workout. This okay, so that you know, that's the whole family um, strife causing you know the destruction of families over this crap, and that's kind of that um, man, just scary stuff. I mean, just both of us had yeah horrible Christmas experiences. Well, so just imagine just like this. how many of you guys like I'm sure I'm sure everybody watching has a story with whether it's a family member or a friend or a coworker or somebody that is now treating them different. Oh, I guarantee it. Somebody is now treating you different due to your personal medical decisions, and yeah. is that I mean guarantee it? How do you feel about that? You know, it sucks, and um, this story is going to piss you off. Okay. This oh my gosh! Have you seen this? I I I scrolled past it. Okay, so <laughs> there's some la- strong language here. Um, it says "fuck New York" and "fuck Democrats" who implemented these sick rules. If you support sending police to kick mothers with their children out of restaurants because they don't have the card, then fuck you too. This is evil, and no, you're not on the right side of history. Okay, so we're gonna play this video off of Instagram here. Oh Backstory my gosh! Look at that poor little boy. The police came in and kicked this family. Out because they didn't present. Out of a restaurant in New York City. Because they didn't present their papers. Mm-hmm. So let's watch a little bit of this. You're not going to pay for it? You know, you have the, uh, the card? You know, I know. But you don't have it, then you're going to have to leave. And if not... Gregor, we have to 
Oh my gosh. I love police, but this wow. is brutal. Scaring a child, traumatizing a child. Hope you feel good about yourself, NYPD. Every single person in this place should have stood up and walked out. Every single person. This my this makes my blood just boil. I can't even I can't even imagine being these people sitting there. You all failed us. We're here for you and your kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they should have every single freaking person should have stood up and walked away and left their freaking tab and not paid for shit and they should have been like, "Nope. You guys are <laughs> disgusting and we're never going back here." If I was a cop and I got this call from my sergeant, you know, you need to go kick this family out of a I'd be like, "No, I'm not doing that." Yeah. Sorry. When do when do the people who enforce the rules like when do they stand up and and stop saying I'm just doing my job. Right. I mean, it's you know, like because I, this has gotten past the point mm -hmm. of this is not a job duty. Your job duty is not to kick somebody out of a freaking <clears throat> restaurant for for not showing proof of a of vaccination. And you know, that's not in your job description. If I was them, I would you know rebel and just refuse to. I would not comply with the order. Um, but, you know, the problem is, uh, why is this rule in place at all, right? Yeah. And we talked about it on last episode. You know, Boston's following suit. Chicago's mm -hmm. following suit. And they can only do cities. what we let them. Exactly. Yeah. If people just refuse to patronize these restaurants based on having this rule, I mm -hmm. mean, this would end very quickly. Yeah. Um, or if the police refuse to enforce this crap, which they should be, uh, it just pisses me off. Yes. And it takes people, <laughs> you know, again, we've talked about this, but it takes, it takes one person getting loud yep. and others to join them because no, you're not going to do anything by yourself. This is too big. Yep. We're not doing anything alone. And there's like five cops there. You think, you know, one person's going to be able to stop that. They're not. Yeah. But if everybody would have said, F this, I'm out of here. The yeah. problem is that three quarters of New Yorkers probably agree with this. I don't know about kicking a five-year-old's out, but they agree with having a Vax passport. You know, I can't. We're in the minority, unfortunately. I cannot that. understand that yeah. mindset. I just can't get it. <clears throat> Well, it's just, you know, in any super liberal urban area. A steady areas, diet of lies. I guess that's yeah. the only way that you could, yeah. Well, it's right along political lines. So if, if you're in a left-leaning place and most large urban centers are, this is the attitude you're going to encounter, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, my gosh. Just disgusting. That is freaking brutal. And then man. there's going to be people that are going to say, well, shame on that mom for putting her kids in that situation, for taking them out to eat when she knew that they weren't allowed there. Right. You know, like there's so going to be people that are that are going to go that route. So and for for those people, shut up. Yeah. If you're unvaxxed so, and you live in New York City, are you, you're literally supposed to not You're like a anywhere. street urchin now. I mean, how do you, I don't understand how anybody that feels like us would even continue to live there. No. I mean, you have to leave. Well, and what if you're stuck? You know, like what if you're in one of those positions where like you're living paycheck to paycheck and yeah. you're just barely making ends meet and like, how the hell are you going to go anywhere? I don't know. But now you, you're stuck there. You got to get out. Yeah. I mean, you got to leave because this is, I mean, this is absolutely reprehensible behavior. This yep. is, this is straight unacceptable and they should be feeling that the city of New York should feel how 
how uh, strong people are against it mm-hmm. because they should, they should see a mass. What did you call it? Voting with your feet. Yeah. Mass yep. Exodus. Yeah. And there should, yeah, and get there the should hell out. why isn't there people protesting in the streets? It should be full every night of people saying, F this, we're not complying. This is wrong. Um, but okay. So, and the reason I brought the story up was because this is a direct result of the belief because what are the Vax passports there for? 100% of the uh, foundation of their existence is if you're vaxxed, you can't spread the virus. Otherwise, what? What's why, why the they, point? That's 100% the reason they're there. Yeah. Because if it was- Because they're oh, not trying to protect you, right, Josh. If we just want to minimize death, well, then you would say you should really get vaxxed yeah. because we don't want you to die. Okay, well, that's still my decision. If your claim is that getting vaxxed will stop me from transmitting it to you, that's the reason for the Vax passport. That's why these exist. That's why I can't go to New York City and eat. I can't go on a cruise. I can't go to Hawaii. You know, all these other things that we're yeah. prevented from doing, yeah. um, which are getting less, more and more things we're not allowed to do. Mm-hmm. 100% uh, foundational based on the fact that they think you can't transmit it if you're vaxxed. Well, that's completely wrong, completely a lie, complete bullshit. And we're now we're going to get into the pandemic of the vaxxed okay, yeah. of what's been going on. And it all started with, um, okay. So remember when the vaxes were coming out, what were they saying? Remember they're competing over the efficacy. Remember? Yeah. Oh, Moderna. Oh, what is it? 94%. Oh, Pfizer. Oh, this one's 89. Ooh, not as good as Moderna. Remember the mm-hmm. debate when the three vaxes came out? Yeah. Which, which one, one you to take? Get? And it was all, and everybody was like posting there. I got vaxxed, you know, like, they were like super proud. Yeah, and, their little their little virtue signaling. I, mean, cards. I gotta give I gotta give these people credit. I mean, they're masters. What of a marketing that. campaign! Oh, masters of it because they had, you know, what all great marketing has. Uh, uh, what's it called? Scarcity. Yeah. Right. So if it's hard to get something, mm-hmm. just like when they sell Garth Brooks tickets yeah. to the Dome. Oh, we're gonna open it up at nine a.m. and the, well, the first, you know, so they're gonna go. Yeah. I mean, that people, it causes a frenzy, and the same thing by releasing the vax in. Oh, it's on this group gets it first. Yeah, this stages. You're like, oh, yeah, you're just sitting the there essential in the, workers in the third and group, then the you're old waiting. people. You're just waiting, then, clamoring for it. And then as soon as you're available, you're like, boom, front of the line. Mm-hmm. And it caused that massive uh, urgency. And because they claimed the efficacy was so high. Okay, so here's some you know information. Uh, here's how here's Pfizer and its CEO and how the vaccine stops transmission. Okay, so the Pfizer-BioNTech's COVID-19 vaccine has not been approved for license, but has been authorized for emergency use. Um, okay, so then let's see what's the other. Okay, excited to share our updated analysis from our phase three study. Shows that our COVID-19 vaccine was 100% effective in preventing COVID-19 cases in South Africa, 100%. That's from uh, April of this year. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, and so they're throwing those numbers around and then eventually it was, you know, 97 or whatever, 94% or something. And now what is it? I, I don't know if they can claim what their number is because it wanes so quickly now, even with the boosters, they're saying yeah. like eight to 10 weeks. If you have to like, <laughs> listen, you People, a booster is not just like a lesser dose. It's literally exactly the same dose. You've taken three full doses. Because it wanes so quickly, they just have to keep giving it to you. They have to keep giving it to you. They got to keep, and they, oh, we got to top off your immunity. That's kind of how they're phrasing it now. It's almost like you're, you know, you're changing your oil. Oh, your oil's, you're burning oil. You know, if you have to put a quarter oil. If it didn't work the first time <laughs> and it didn't work the second time and it's not working the third time because you have, because they're catching it. Yep. 
What are we doing? If you had a car that you had to put a quart of oil in every day, you'd probably go, I think I need, I think a, I need a new this car. This is not an effective engine. I think I should check this out. Yeah. Something's happening. Exactly. This is kind of, this so, is kind of cumbersome to again, keep doing this. The whole basis of these VAX passports is based on this fact. They think that the VAX will stop transmission. Um, okay, okay, so, so let's, re- let's, let's recap. This is from January and... January and April. Yeah, of 21. Okay, it's so right when the vaccines so were coming great. up. Well, now, you know, cut to now. Um, okay, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it before we get, I got to play this. Okay, this one. Oh, man. This is from March. Okay, so she's this, my favorite lesbian. <laughs> yes. She's a handsome fella. Yes. But, um, okay, so this is March. This is right when they were maximum vax propaganda, mm-hmm. right? They was trenched out by age. And, you know, risk factors and everything. And you were waiting in line and you were clamor. You're going to clamor. And listen to what she says here. It means that instead of the vaccine being able, excuse me, it means for instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person to person, spreading and spreading, sickening some of them, but not all of them. And the ones that it doesn't sicken don't know they have it. And then they give it to even more people because they didn't recognize they were. That's funny that she mentioned Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug resistant along the way. What happens, now Rachel? we know that the vaccines work well enough <gasps> that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. It stops. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. Oh, wow. Oh, man. <laughs> that aged really well. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That is 100% Bullshit. Yeah, that's a lie. And this is the. And this is what a liar looks like. And this is what causes my sister to call me and say, "When my grandma cancels, you should have got vaccinated." Maybe you should have thought about getting the shot. And this causes all the vitriol of the. Because she didn't. Is she going back now? Who knows? Oh hell no! I mean, I don't freaking watch her show, so I wouldn't. I would have no idea. Yeah, she. I mean, she. If there was ever an apology or retraction required, it's for this. Yeah. Um, Okay, so. Same same as Biden. He goes around saying the same oh, shit. He doesn't know what the hell he's even yeah. saying. Um, okay, so she said that March, right when they were doing the maximum propaganda push for the vaxes, basically saying, if you get this, you will not get infected, and you def- it stops transmission with you. It will not jump to the next person. Yeah. She said it's straight up 100% bullshit. Um, okay, well, COVID positive Vermonters with no symptoms clog up ERs. Hmm. So, you know... The cases are just ripping through everybody, regardless of VAC status. Um, and the problem is it's causing this panic of people wanting to test obsessively. Right? Yeah. So it says those who are shit? asymptomatic and receive a positive antigen test should stay home and reach out to their primary care provider. See, and another yeah, they're thing. clogging up the yards. And that's another argument is, okay, so they, they lost the card of, we'll do it for the common good because you're going to give it to someone else. Okay, that's gone. Everyone. Yeah. I mean, some people don't admit it still, but that's gone. That's gone. So now they've leapt to, well, you, you with your horrible uh, non-immunity, you're going to fl- clog up the hospitals. Yeah, it'll it'll suppress your it'll suppress your symptoms well enough that you won't have to go to the hospital yeah. if you so take it. So if I'm unvaxxed, I'm going to end up on a ventilator. Yeah, and you know, I got in this argument many times in the past couple of weeks, and I always say, look, when I had COVID, I didn't go anywhere near a hospital. Mm-mm. How can I use any less resources than that? Yeah. I haven't set foot in a hospital for any reason except for, you know, colonoscopy and other scheduled tests. And why aren't these assholes telling people? See, that's this is one thing that really freaking 
really ticks me off when they say, oh, you should go home. Really? (laughs) What should I do there? (laughs) What should I do while I'm at home? If you're asymptomatic, maybe nothing. Like, who knows? Maybe you don't even have it. But if you're symptomatic and they say, well, you're not quite bad enough to be here. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, then what the hell should I do? Because they literally just say, go home and wait until you get sicker. Exactly. They don't say, go home, boost your vitamin C, take some quercetin, take some vitamin D, you know, like do all of the things. If they were doing the kitchen sink approach, like Dr. Peter McCullough says when he was on Joe Rogan, you know, that he prescribes to his patients, um, they might have a chance at not ever having to come in. Yeah. Regardless of act status. Use your, what did he, what was he talking about? The nebulizer treatments? Yeah, right. Yeah. To flush the, the virus out if you get exposed, you know. He has all kinds of Smart. early intervention things to avoid going to the hospital at all. That are cheap yeah. and that are over the counter over that the counter, anybody can do. Anybody can get them. So continuing with the pandemic of the, pandemic of the vaxxed information here, um, here's another tweet from... Uh, just a week ago, 82% of the people who tested positive at my clinic last week were fully vaccinated from Houston. This is from a doctor. How dare she be spreading the truth like that? <laughs> exactly. I wish the truth sped as fast as Omicron. Yeah. Gold, dang it. Exactly. So again. It's kind of hard when you're getting censored on all fronts. I didn't go near a, a hospital or any medical facility when I had COVID. Neither did my daughter. Um, you know. I can't use any less health resources than that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and and most of the people that did, you know, are overweight and they have the comorbidities. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was some brutal arguments I got in. And there are some people that have comorbidities that there's nothing they can do about. Yeah, you're, you're, you know, like, so, like, and we haven't really touched on that, that much. Sucks. I mean, yeah. It sucks. So, and in that, in that case though, what would you rather rely on? Like, let, let's, let's put it that way. If you have some, if you have some underlying health conditions that there just really isn't a get around, right? Mm-hmm. Like me, I don't know what you've got, but maybe it's something that you can't go exercise and like, you know, get your weight down or whatever. Like you're, you're actually, you've got some, some sicknesses, some illnesses. Or type 1 diabetes or something like yep, that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That there's nothing that you can do. So in that case, what would you rather rely on? Would you rather rely on a product that is not working? Mm-hmm. 82% of the people who tested positive were fully vaccinated. And let's let's remember too, why are they going in and getting tested? Because well, they just have to know their status. Yeah, like, do panic, they? Panic. Like, because I, I feel like it's kind of twofold. Like I feel like, yeah, people are, like half of them are panickers mm-hmm. and who knows the actual percentage. Some of them are panickers, but some of these people actually have symptoms. I would say that the vast majority are just panickers. And they want to establish their positive or negative status so that they can, you know, show up to Christmas and yeah. not be a super spreader. Yeah. You know, that they've been told, oh, I got to. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a close contact. So I, now well, I have to. Well, that's another thing. How many people were forced to, that's why there's a shortage on these over-the-counter tests because everybody mm-hmm. was like, oh, we better test everybody before we get together. Yeah. And that's been going on too. So, which is just silly to me. So you're going to stand in line for six hours, definitely going to get Omicron while you're there. Yeah. <laughs> just to get an over-the-counter test. And so... What good is that? So are you going to... Yeah. Are you going to rely, though, on these vaccinations? Or are you going to maybe put some more stock in some more natural remedies 
like Peter McCullough is suggesting, mm-hmm. you know, this kitchen sink approach, none of that can hurt you. Exactly. There's no health risk associated with a freaking neb- nebulizer. I would do all of that. Yeah. And then, but, and then also if somebody like that decides that they want to get the vax because they th- have seen that it might possibly lessen your Reduce symptoms, your symptoms. Great. But I shouldn't have to do that to go on a cruise. Yeah. Again, it doesn't stop the transmission. So again, as a libertarian do what you want. If you make the decision that's best for you, fine. But don't force me. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, finally, here here's where the CDC... Oh, let's um, see what they say. They finally admit... I oh, think, they revealed that they can spread the virus. Yep. The CDC revealed that fully vaccinated people can spread the coronavirus. And this is December 28th. So they, they're having to... Because you cannot possibly deny it at this point. With all these massive outbreaks and now amongst they're trying fully to vaxxed the populations... Masks. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, that was just an ad, but uh. <laughs> so irritating. Okay, the CDC has confirmed that anyone, regardless of vaccination status, can likely spread the Omicron variant of the coronavirus to other people. So why? What's the difference between the Omicron variant and the rest of them? They could they could spread all of them. They could, yeah, but I think this one's just so much more <clears throat> contagious that it reveals that point much more clearly yeah. and quickly, and it's magnified. Because when you see all the things we're going to cover that are shut down because of outbreak, uh, fully vaccinated outbreaks, it becomes undeniable. Yeah, how so, easily Omicron spreads compared to Delta remains unknown. You know, according to uh, Peter McCullough, well, he said Delta spread like frickin' fire. Yeah. He was saying that the Delta variant spread way, way worse than the Wuhan variant. And it's just the natural life cycle of a virus. Yeah. It wants to live, so it doesn't want to kill off its host, so it becomes typically less virulent, mm-hmm. less deadly, and then more contagious. And then it eventually turns into a cold. And Weird. Here, and then here you go. Then we're going to have another variation of the cold for the next 20, 100 years, whatever. That's where we've gone. And because it was a novel virus when it first came out, it was more deadly. We just didn't know how to how to deal with it. Yeah. Um, or some of them knew how to deal with yeah, it. But and now we know. other people wanted to make a lot of money. Now we know. And so there's no reason for these restrictions. That's what pisses me off. If the CDC has confirmed that anyone, regardless of vaccination status, so why are they kicking kids out of a restaurant? When yeah. he could spread it just as easily as all the vaxxed people in there. Yeah. So my thing is, my uh, viewpoint is, if you feel Those like cops you're undertaking are all the, vaxxed now, well, aren't they too? Oh, they had to be. Now yeah. that I now that they I think about it, yeah, yeah, all the cops that are still oh, yeah. on the force, they're all they, they all yep. But if you feel uh, up to the risk <clears> of going to a restaurant, go ahead. If you don't, don't. I mean, it should be that simple. But why should I have to show my papers to get into the stupid restaurant? Yeah, so annoying. And you know, we're seeing more and more loss of those those things. Um, Okay, so here's a, a, a laundry list of crap Gosh. that's going on with fully vaxxed. Okay, cruise line, cru- the cruise industry is just getting devastated because you know it's it's tight quarters, so yeah. things that spread spread quickly on cruises. Yeah. So regardless of having to be vaxxed to get on a cruise, they're still having outbreaks with consistency. Maybe like, they should put in some air ionization <laughs> filtration systems. Right. Well, like when I, on our last episode, when I said we were on our way back from Miami and then we met the guy that was on the symphony cruise that had an outbreak, mm-hmm. fully vaxxed, yeah. fully vaxxed ship. Since then, it's gotten worse. They've actually are turning ships around now. Wow. Like everybody leaves on their cruise, they depart, and then the outbreak happens like, that day or the next day, and they're like, well, back to port. Oh, Cru- my Cruise gosh. over. 
Well, and then what? That then are sucks. then they have to all get off the boat. <laughs> yes. So now you're letting all you're of done. these people off the you're boat. Yep. Like you wouldn't just like quarantine them there on the ship. Right. You know? Or what? I mean, I mean, like, what's making sense here? What no, the hell are we doing now? We're no now it's so dangerous and it's so you know we're all so scared, but we're gonna we're gonna let a whole freaking boat full of people that have been exposed, they're all exposed. <laughs> we're gonna let them all just get off and run around and go home and go back to their places of origin oh, yeah. and like back to airports and yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, this makes no sense. Okay, it says it reached a uh, level four of the travel warning. That's for the cruises. highest, level. the highest level. Following investigations of dozens of ships that have had outbreaks of the virus, for such a you pansy have to number. be vaccinated to get on one of these ships. Reminder, okay. Even it says even fully vaccinated travelers may be at risk for getting and spreading COVID nineteen variants. The CDC oh my said gosh. on its website. I mean, there it is again. Yeah. So why why the vax passports again? bullshit okay so there's that um now this one made me laugh i need to send that to my family member i should i should have went on the website when i texted them back to watch this this episode so this one is classic covid outbreak at antarctic station among fully vaccinated researchers like a horror movie yeah because there was a movie called the the thing that took place on a remote antarctic station i believe (laughs) okay so Polar researchers in Antarctica have contracted COVID-19 despite being fully vaccinated and living miles from civilization. <laughs> so you're in freaking Antarctica, okay? Everybody's vaxxed. they get vaxxed. it from a fucking penguin or something? Yeah, or- right. <laughs> Dirty, unvaxxed penguin. Oh my gosh. You just can't make this shit up. I mean, it this is, is, just does not. This doesn't open your eyes. What the hell? It even says here, proving there is no escape from the global pandemic. Two-thirds of the 25 staff have caught the virus. Can we just stop (laughs) already? Jeez, if only they got vaxxed. Oh, wait, they all were. And none of these articles mention all 25 of the, or, you know, however many people, they're in the hospital. They're all dead. They're, (laughs) you know, nothing. It's who cares if they all caught a cold? I know. I'm so sick of this. Exactly. Okay, another one. NFL. Oh, the, uh, the NFL was brutal this last couple of weeks. Okay. I was watching the Saints game. Uh, it was Monday Night Football. And they now they're just like openly saying it. You know, they, they'll have the list of who's on the COVID list this week. Okay. It was 16 players. You know what size a roster is? 53. I yeah. Think. So a third had COVID all at once. Yeah. All at the same time. Okay. And you know, I think the most it's like ninety five percent vax vax status in the NFL. So you don't get to say it was only the dirty and vaxed Aaron Rodgers types. Mm-hmm. You know, it was vaxed players catching it like crazy, and all they all had it at once. So by the time the season's over, I'm guessing at least half of the NFL is going to have had COVID, and they're ninety whatever percent vaxed. Yeah. So again, bullshit. So let's look at the. Some of the numbers here: Atlanta Falcons, thirteen players. Gosh, Baltimore how freaking! Dis- it's like a it's Carolina like Schindler's Panthers, List right here. <laughs> they name the people. Chicago Bears, four players. Cincinnati Bengals, eight players. <laughs> I cannot Three believe players, I'm seven looking players, at this. Seventeen on the Denver Broncos. That's out of fifty-three in a roster. Oh my gosh! Seventeen. That's a third. All that I'll have it at once. Detroit Lions, sixteen players. Green Bay Packers, eleven. Houston Texans, eleven. Indianapolis Colts, eight. Jacksonville Jaguars, 20. That's almost half. Yeah. That is freaking ridiculous. Kansas City Chiefs, nine. <laughs> well, that was Raiders, a, seven. Jacksonville's Florida, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Chargers, uh, 14. 
Rams two, Dolphins seven, Vikings four. And I see yeah, Kirk Cousins just has it now. He can't play Sunday now. And this is having an effect on the games because, uh, oh, this, the Saints game I watched, they had since they had 16 players out with COVID, the starting quarterback was out, the second string quarterback was out, and I think the third string, it was like a guy who'd never taken a snap in the NFL, I think, had to yeah. start. Now he's going to play. You don't think that's going to affect the outcome? Yeah. They lost, I think, 20 to three. Yeah. So now this is affecting the results of the season. So, you know, oh, is it all going to be worth it at the end? 18 in the Saints. Oh, they're there. And how many of these about. guys, like, okay, Nine how many the of these guys oh are, like, just having cold-like symptoms and oh. would, have, would have, in any yeah. other situation, they would have been on the field? Oh, yeah. Well, I saw They would have been on the field. Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show. He must be on there weekly. But I just watched the one where he discussed his, you know, COVID situation. That was the most enlightening. But he was on this week, and he said, um, back, back in the day, if you had the, we had a, because they had a big flu outbreak once uh, during the season at the Packers a couple yeah, years back. And he I said, bet they made him play. Well, no, what they said was, if you felt good enough, you were on the field. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. No, no uh, worry about how contagious or any of that. It was, if you felt good enough, basically they just didn't want you out there if you were, had fatigue and you couldn't put forth the effort. Yeah. But if you felt able, you were on the field. And he's like, why don't we just go back to that? Yeah. Okay. So weird that he's got such common um, sense. Here's another one. A dozen Broadway shows have been canceled as cast or crew test positive for COVID-19. <sighs> okay. Amid the rapid spread of the Omicron coronavirus, coronavirus variant, a dozen Broadway shows have shuttered their doors this week as cast or crew members test positive. An unfortunate event. I mean, right during Christmas, too, and everybody's going to these shows. Yeah. Since Broadway returned following an 18-month hiatus, so they already shut down and lost how much income for 18 oh months. Oh, my gosh. Vaccination against COVID-19 has been required for eligible audiences, crews, performers, and other staff. So there's not a person in that building. So they building. all... They're all vaccinated. There's not a person in that building, audience, crew, or or uh, cast member, who doesn't have the vax. Yeah. And yet they're having to shut down the entire, you know, show. A dozen of them. Well, and again, they don't have to shut down. They right. just chose to. And then it's the laundry list of all the shows that are shut down. Oh my gosh. So again, you're you know, you don't get to say. That is the pandemic of the unvaxxed, and you don't get to say that your vax stops the spread. That is bullshit. Okay, so now you think with all these data points, people would go, well, these are pointless. Yeah. You know, all these restrictions are pointless. They would stop? You'd think they would just stop. Well, not quite. Now, the latest thing is calls grow from vax mandates for domestic flights. Okay. I saw stupid Fauci. I saw this interview. I I heard just a little blip where he said that... that For nearly a year, health officials have wondered aloud whether U.S. should require proof of vaccination or pre-travel testing even for domestic travel. Now, even top leaders in the White House are starting to embrace the idea publicly. How can you embrace this after what we just showed you? Yeah. Everybody's getting the freaking virus. On Monday morning, Fauci told MSNBC, of course, again, wouldn't go on anywhere they would question him, a vaccine mandate seriously should be considered. It's one of the boldest statements yet from the White House's public face of the battle against COVID-19 and could be a trial balloon for President Joe Biden's administration as it looks to boost vaccination rates in the face of surging cases driven by the new Omicron variant. In the face of surging cases, 
with 82% of them fully vaccinated. Here's the evil part that proves that they do not have altruistic motives. No. They're completely full of shit. You guys, this is about cash. Well, There's some serious money behind all this shit. And power, because he's not doing it because, uh, you know, for altruistic reasons. He's doing it because... When you make vaccination a requirement, I'm quoting, that's another incentive to get more people vaccinated. If you want to do that with domestic flights, I think that's something that seriously should be considered. So he's doing it only because he knows it's a lever that will cause more vaccinations. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. He doesn't care, um, you know, about the efficacy or stopping the spread or any of that bullshit. It's only because, okay, this is going to get more shots in arms. Mm -hmm. Not because there's been outbreaks on planes. Because there has not been. No. And let's remember... Why does he want to get more shots in arms? Because it's obviously not working. Right. It's not working like they said that it was. And it's kind of like when the, you know, after every school shooting, they have to clamor for more gun control, even though none of the laws they passed would have prevented this tragedy that just happened. They have to declare we did something. We, We did something. We didn't stand by and just let it happen. We did something. That's their whole, I think, you know motivation where they get to claim that they're good people because of this. But isn't it funny that that Biden just said also from the White House that this is not a he he blamed Trump. You know, we're not supposed to be political <laughs> but then on he this. He did slip and admit that it wasn't a federal. Yes, he blamed Trump yeah. the whole time, you know, like oh, he didn't do enough to stop this virus. And then now that he's realizing there's nothing you can do. And meanwhile more have died. There's, on Biden's watch. Yeah, there's far. nothing you can do. So now he's saying, "Oh, this isn't a federal issue. This needs to be left to the states." <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You don't want to have you don't want meanwhile, it to be yeah. your problem. Meanwhile, I think there's a tweet where he's talking about, you know, 200 deaths under Trump. This is, you know, Resign, kill mm-hmm. yourself, you know, whatever. Yeah, didn't age well. Sword. Didn't age well. Didn't now age well. More and deaths. neither have you, Joe. No, exactly. More, Definitely more deaths under Biden's watch. So whatever he's doing. Um, yeah, that's another one of my little go-to arguments when I get in Facebook arguments with people. You know, they're like, oh, eight, isn't 800,000 dead enough? And I said, yeah, I agree. Fauci's advice has, has you know, caused has a lot resulted of deaths. in 800,000 deaths. So whatever he's yeah. saying, we should probably not do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's been in charge regardless of who's president, Trump, Biden, whatever. Yeah. Fauci, Fauci has, been, has been there from day one. Fauci lied and people died. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. been the one guiding this whole response. So you want to blame anybody, you know, he's the one. And of course, if you're fully bought in, you'd say it would have been 2 million. Yeah. Not just 800,000. He saved lives. Bullshit. Yeah, you idiot. Okay. So again, in the face of what we just proved as far as vax, the vax spreading this like crazy, you uh, you think this would calm down. Well, domestic flights, that's going to really piss me off if they do that because that's been my one rebellious move against all this yeah. as we've been going on tons of vacations. Yeah. And We're if drivers. We, if you can't fly domestically, it's going to piss me off. Yeah. We, so, my husband won't fly. So I've pretty much, as soon as the mask the back thing, of 18 wheeler. Yeah. What? As soon as the, <laughs> yeah, basically, I mean, he probably wants me to learn how to drive the RV because he <laughs> likes to do stuff where like he can make money at the same time. So like he goes down sometimes for, um, Frisco, you oh, know, when the, yep. when the bison go to Frisco, but right. he'll take a load, Oh, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, and then he gets himself there and I'm like, well, whatever. <laughs> okay. So you would think that in the face of all this vaxxed spread, and massive vaxxed outbreaks, including Antarctica, they would calm down. Well, we, we've seen now they're floating the idea of domestic travel vax. I mean, so pointless. And here's my next fear is school. Okay. Because what do they have in place as a trigger 
for going back to distance learning, you know, cases. Yeah. It's not deaths. It's not hospitalizations. If it was deaths, they would never have. They would never have never closed. Even done they would masks never have closed. Or, or done distance learning or anything. Because if, no. if it was deaths, we never would hit a threshold. So if they're using cases as a, as a trigger, I'm worried about that locally because we're seeing yeah. in the ultra uh, scared liberal areas of, of the country it's happening. And here's a, some information on that. Even says right here, it's happening again. Schools are going remote because of COVID. Okay, now this is article is from uh, December. Okay, now this is actually kind of old because just in the last couple of days, yeah, way more schools. We've received. Way more schools have decided to do this. They're mostly in the East Coast, you know, New, New Jersey, areas like that. Um, as schools across the country switch to virtual learning due to a rise in COVID-19 cases, not deaths, not hospitalizations. Yep. Parents worry another round of remote learning is here. Didn't we learn a freaking lesson? That was horrible. It's like people have like earplugs in because when you say, you know, when we've asked to like, who cares about the cases rising if people aren't dying? Right. And then it's like, you just get this like blank stare back. Yep. They have nothing. Because they, they've been trained. Because remember, I think CNN had like a case counter. Yeah. On like a little bug on their screen. It was just constantly cases, cases. This and is a massive in-school transmission rate, far exceeding anything we've seen thus far. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. I will call I will call out anybody that says stuff like well, that. It happened all the time with the, with uh, colds, but no one cared. Yeah. And that's what's happening now. So if we just went back to not caring, we'd be fine. Well, if they used their COVID cash for, um, you know, airborne transmission uh, mitigation strategies, then we wouldn't be having such an issue because this is airborne. Exactly. Again, here with this bullshit, okay? Uh, like you said, this is a massive in-school transmission rate. We're quoting far exceeding anything we've seen thus far in any in our outbreak schools. Okay, now it says, parents... Please get vaccinated and vaccinate your children who are old enough. Again, back to that. Why? It happened in frickin' Antarctica <laughs> amongst a fully vaxxed crew. With with a bunch of penguins and polar bears. So what the hell good is that going to do to get vaxxed? Yeah. The only thing you can say is, and, and for kids, you can't even say it's going to stop them from dying. because because no, they're, they're, they're they not dying, dying. They weren't dying before. So there's legitimately no reason to get your kid vaxxed. If you're a parent and you have comorbidities and you decide, fine. But you've had that chance for almost a year now. So there's nobody out there that's an adult that wants to get vaxxed that hasn't done it. Yeah. Everybody's had a chance. So you're protected. So that's why, and, and again, that's why, well, if we put it in for domestic travel, that's going to incentivize more people. Stop incentivizing. Yeah, Stop pushing. Bullied. Yeah. Like you don't need to bully people into, into making a decision that, again, it's not for the good of others. Oops. <laughs> Whoops, I'm getting a little I'm getting a little fired up here. It's not for the good of others. It's it's right. not even for your own friggin' good. Like Exactly. Oh it's man. Just, oh, it's so annoying. Okay, so again, nationwide study finds no significant link between in person schooling and COVID infection rates. Okay. Oh, this is brand new. So, you know, yeah, generally I mean, so why why? Well, this is actually from December 2nd, but this particular story. Oh, okay. Um, that was just the date, current date. Oh, okay. Um, but <laughs> so their whole their whole reasoning behind this is, uh, we have to uh, we have to close down the schools because that's where all the transmission occurs. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't occur in school. Um, and even if it did, so what? 
just like colds spread like wildfire in schools, big freaking deal. Again, it doesn't yeah. re- result in any. What are we mitigating? Right. What are we What are we to mitigating? Um, just, uh, so, and I don't want to get into too far into this article other than the headline, which basically just, there's no link. So yeah. what are they trying to stop? So dumb, you know, for going to actually worry about. Just trying to stop normal life. That's what they're trying to now, stop. Now let's look at the actual risk. Now that, again, like I stated earlier, um, the problem is we're so focused on this thing that doesn't really pose a risk to kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we should focus on the things that actually do. If you want to put a big national effort towards something, have it be drowning. Yeah. I mean, if he just gave out swimming lesson certificates to every family with kids, that would be a way better use of the money. Yeah. Because it would actually save lives. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so let's look at our, our state here. I just pulled up this COVID covekidproject.org um, so you can see you know it's got a lot of really good information charts and you know about mortality for kids okay okay so let's look at minnesota yeah i was trying okay. to see this cumulative count 13 deaths of kids of kids 13 that seems the wrong host. um zero to 19 13 deaths zero to 19 yep in the whole state during the whole pandemic um north dakota one <laughs> Right, one out but of two hundred thousand. Why are they the same color? One out of two hundred. Well, that's because of the population. Oh, it's a okay. Of population. Okay, because I was like, yeah. what the hell? Because there's a million, one point four million people age one zero to nineteen. Oh, okay, okay. In, um, in Minnesota, there's been thirteen deaths, and in North Dakota, there's two hundred thousand kids mm-hmm. and one death. So. Okay, so North Dakota, where where you live, one. Minnesota, where I live, thirteen. Okay, so that's what we're and that's what we're up in arms about. And okay, again, and how many of those kids had comorbidities? Comorbidities. Yep. We the one from North Dakota, they did have comorbidities. Right. And exactly. as far as as far as I know, the information that I've that I received, I thought that it was a nineteen year old. Oh. Um, but then I've also heard that it was a 16 year old, so I'm not positive. And this is kind of morbid stuff. I don't even like talking about this stuff because a death is a death and it's tragic. Right. But we have to look at the numbers logically without emotion to make an informed decision. So why are we wasting all this effort and time and money and shaming everyone and limiting my travel and other uh, dirty unvaxxed travel because of what? Okay. And going to distance learning, which is a much worse outcome for a kid than getting coronavirus, especially this newest variant. Okay. So... Um, see premature death among uh, youth, especially from preventable causes, is an enormous loss of potential life. Okay, so let me. So there's one sentence in here that I want. Okay, as the leading cause of death among children and adolescents, motor vehicle accidents account for 20% of the deaths in this age group. The second wow. leading cause of death is firearms, representing 15%, with the most being homicides. Cancer is the third leading cause of death, representing 9% of deaths amongst children. So. You're literally uh, more likely to die from homicide or a car accident. Yeah. So how how much time do you worry about your child being murdered? And I've, I've made this point many times. You're literally far more at risk driving to get the jab than you are from just getting COVID. Yeah. So, yeah. but you happily take that risk and just drive around with your kid all day long. Nope. Not even giving it a second thought. Yeah. Far more chance of them dying from a car accident than getting COVID. So what are we wasting our time on? This is insane. Most, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, suicide. 15%. That is a high percentage. <laughs> now I'm like getting 15% of deaths in the zero to 19 age group is from homicide from a close family member or acquaintance. You know why? Because children are super healthy. So they have to be, something else has to externally come and get them. Yeah. And oh my gosh. Homicide, car accidents, um, you know, that's cancer. That's, that's the only health related thing was cancer, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's a sad reality. And then here's one that I, I bet is going up. Suicide, yes. a serious concern. It Second is. leading cause of death among children ages 10 to 14, as well as those 15 to 24. Recently, there's been an increase in deaths by suicide among children, teenagers, and young adults. Click and, on you know, increase. Does it say what the increase is? I wonder? And I'm not one to, uh, you know, I don't like to speculate without knowledge. Um but I would guess if I was if I was going to my head, if I was forced to pre- estimate why that's happening, I bet a lot of it is isolation, loneliness, fear. Oh yeah, you know all the things that have gone on. That we've all the social pressure that they've all the had. Social pressure. Okay, yep, and exactly. this only goes to twenty seventeen, so that's not really a. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's what we're worried about here. You know, trying to possibly, you know, well, I mean, in North Dakota, one death. And then, but then, of course, the good virtue signaling liberals say, "But if, if it, you could prevent one if death, prevent, wouldn't you?" Well, yeah, I had a friend that kept saying that at the beginning. How like, far I kept are you saying, to go? "I'm not going to wear a mask because I don't think that it's healthy for me." Well, if it could prevent one death, <laughs> wouldn't you do but, it? And then they but act it's like not there's no to. cost. They yeah. act like there's no cost to that. Yes, either, but there is. There's a massive cost to these measures: uh, economic destruction, suicide increases. You know, uh, all the other <laughs> bad things that happen with a uh, lockdown and isolation and everything that, and the worse, much worse uh, model of distance learning. All these things occurring. There is massive negative effects from that, and I would argue that it's not effective in preventing the thing. Is trying to prevent anyways. No. So not only is it not effective, it's also damaging. So again, why are we, why are we implementing these um, things? Completely um, pointless. Um, so <laughs> we're getting kind of the end here. Um, so now let's talk about. Uh, they, they. I love they this. Just change the guidelines. Yeah, okay? this is my favorite. Now, because to me. I'm to me when they change the guidelines, mm-hmm. it tells me that their original guidelines didn't didn't make a difference. <laughs> like when they changed yes. the social distancing, when they said, "Oh well, um, it can go from six feet to three feet." Really? Just completely arbitrary. Yeah, six to three—that's three feet. So what's zero to three? That's not—that's three <laughs> feet too. I read that somebody completely pulled that number out of their ass. Yeah, they did when it was produced. They initially. did. Yeah, they have no studies. They didn't. They didn't say, okay, well, what's the spread at twelve feet versus yep. seven? They just have to feel like they're doing something. Yeah, and they had to pick a number, so <sighs> there it was. Six um, sounds nice, but it's just pure theater. That's what's going on. So the CDC shortened their guy. And here's my theory on why this occurred. And nothing to do with the actual health outcomes. It wasn't sustainable. It was because they're seeing all these outbreaks, Antarctica cruise ships, uh, NFL. They were seeing flights, Mm -hmm. massive flight disruption. And they're going, oh, shit. If, We're about to collapse. If we make all these stewardesses, or flight attendants, whatever mm-hmm. they're called now, pilots. How do, you're so sexist. <laughs> if they make all them stay home for 10 days or whatever it was, 
this this industry is going to collapse. Yeah. And, and you know what's next? Nurses. Yeah. Because who's left in hospitals? Oh, we just Vaxxed had nurses. Wasn't there like a big um, ABC news story about North Dakota's letting positive coronavirus nurses? <laughs> um, they're letting positive nurses. Uh, well, do you think any industry is is immune? Work from this? with COVID patients. Right. Yeah. yeah my mean, brain just like have, shut down for a second. <laughs> they have to because yes. if you want uh, somebody to be in the hospital, staffed, you know, working. <laughs> And if you can't let them be there if they're positive, well, guess what? If half the NFL roster can be out at one time or mm-hmm. a third, you think a hospital can go without a third of its nurses for yeah. 10 days? No. No. So, And they saw all this was going to occur, and they said, oh, shit, we better shorten this because the economic effects and that – well, the health effects, because if you have a hospital that's understaffed, math, which they already were yeah. – they were already short, and then They're, they started mandating shots, and then they gonna, got even shorter. And then this this is spreading about the like crazy. Of society, and they're you know? making they're making them test whether they're sick or not. Mm-hmm. They're making them test. So instead of instead of you know they want to make a big deal about these oh these nurses are positive with coronavirus, and this is just this is just not uh, not safe for them to be working. Well, first of all, they're only allowing. Um, COVID positive nurses to work with COVID positive cases. Right. And then, oh man, the article, I wish I would have sent it to you because it's so stupid. This, this <laughs> nurse that's, that they had interviewed was talking about, well, and it just doesn't make sense. I mean, do you know how many door handles they could have touched? That's not how it spreads, <laughs> it's, lady. It's, yeah, the surface transmission thing has been debunked. That's not how it spreads. Oh my God. And this is a freaking healthcare worker and she goes and contacts, you know, like this brainwashing does not go away. No. If you have something implanted and that's why they're having such a hard time getting rid of the, Oh, you have to get vaxxed to stop the transmission. It's like, wait a second. We just showed you 12 articles that said that it doesn't, it doesn't make a freaking difference. Fully vaxxed groups of people are having massive outbreaks. Yeah. So it says right on the CDC website. They've been heard, they've heard it for 16 months straight. So that's still, they can't change gears that quick. It's like turning a battleship around. They can't just herky jerk. Don't you wish that you could get like maybe three people in front of you that were just on the other side and you could just be like, shh. For five minutes, and I'm just going to show you these three things, and it would that's all it should even take. CDC, yep. like NFO or whatever, you yep. know, like show them just like three things, and yeah, then I mean, be a like couple of these articles we literally showed the CDC saying mm-hmm. that regardless of status, says, you can transmit, and then so okay, so now you guys, now you guys can explain to me how it works. Mm-hmm. Like after I just showed you this. Okay, we just went through yep. it. CDC says you what can transmit you regardless. So what's the explanation? Yeah, why I would love I, to hold like little, what do you call it? Like a little, group. yeah, like a little focus group. Yeah, why do I, now knowing that, now why do I have to get vaxxed to go to Hawaii? Yeah. For what? <laughs> when everybody in the plane can spread it just as much as me. Maybe I should start like advertising, like convince an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> well, like there's a, a old magician called the Amazing Randy. He had an offer for a million dollars to any person who could demonstrate in a laboratory condition, psychic phenomenon, or like the ability to like actually read someone's mind. Mm-hmm. No one ever won the prize or ever took him up on it, even even tried. Peter McCullough talks about a doctor. Oh yeah, yeah. He'll debate. He's paying. He wants to offer him like two million. To yeah, it's like two million dollars to 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 just have an open and conversation, and, and he it. cannot get anybody to do it. <laughs> right. Oh my god. 
Yeah, the, the cognitive dis- dissonance is crazy. Um, so back to the uh, changing of the guidelines. So in my mind, completely, just because they were trying to get in front of a complete collapse of society mm-hmm. if everybody has to stay out. And this is coming for schools, too, by the way. I mean, that's well, my next worry is that half the staff at once is going to get Omicron. Okay, so we had, we had for Fargo Public Schools new guidance sent out on the 30th. Oh, really? Just yep. New guidance based on the shortened the recommend okay. recommendations, but it still recommends that, that, so you're supposed to, you were supposed to quarantine like for like 10 days. Now it's shortened to five. Yep. Okay. But then it's saying that you're still supposed to wear, because remember now our masks are supposed to come off on mm. January 17th. Right. Yep. It, it's the 15th, but I think that's like a weekend and then I'm worried Martin because Luther King Day. With the, if Omicron hits our area and it starts ripping through in the case counts yep. that they're seeing out east, I'm very afraid that they're going to pull back on all these. Which is funny because we, we just had that. Uh, it was a doctor on CNN that said, oh, these masks, these cloth masks don't work. Face de- she called them face decoration. Yes. Said that without an N95, it's nothing more than face decoration. And N95 is also a face decoration. Yeah. Well, compared, especially against Omicron, because yeah. it, it's so, so contagious. So just, yes. you're not going to avoid it. Did you know that even... You can go to Antarctica, but guess what? You're not going to avoid it there Even either. with an N95, up to 18% of your exhale comes out around the mask. Right. And I mean, the people that work in the in surgery... It's not those, sealed. They're fitted. Like, they get... They actually, get special... They get fitted ones. Yes. You think of a six-year-old... And those are not for fitting. viruses. No, it... <laughs> so dumb. So is your daisy print, you know, kindergartner's daisy print cloth mask that's like droopy and falling over? Is that really doing shit? No. I just told a guy the other day, I said, we were talking about it and he, he said, yeah, you know, I keep, I keep my mask in my, in my, in my glove box or whatever, just in case or whatever. And I said, Hey, I said, do you know that every time you touch that it's, it's contaminated right? so that every time that you touch it, yeah. you're supposed to wash your hands or change your mask. Yeah. It's just pure theater. And he goes, I didn't know that. I'm <laughs> like, why not. do you even have it? It's just because it's virtue signaling. Because- it's just, it's just a token. <laughs> it's a token of I'm a good person. That's all it is. It's oh, just a symbol man. up here. The definition of virtue signaling. Well, just I'll follow the rules here for, for you. Yep. And I'm just kind of like, no, I'm not putting on a show to make you feel happy. So, you know, we've lost all ability to assess the relative risk at play. Yeah. Um, you know, when we're dealing with the kids in the educational setting, uh, the distance learning itself is much more detrimental. Oh, absolutely. Than if a person catches COVID in school, mask free. Um, and anybody who's watched a kid on a tablet try to do that distance learning, oh, they will agree. It's brutal. Any, any, you know, and, and, oh man. Yeah. I just, we had my, my niece, when she started kindergarten, my, she was doing the distance learning so that she yeah. didn't have to wear a mask all day. That was the saddest thing I've ever seen in my oh, life yeah. was horrible. a kindergarten class on a freaking tablet. I know. Like besides the fact that it was just wholly like ineffective, you know, you've yeah. got a teacher that's trying to control a bunch of kids that they're not even in the same room as her. And I'll give some kudos to our superintendent in Moorhead. He knows that mm-hmm. and is very, very like we're staying in person. Good. Like that's, you know, but the problem is, can you resist if the case counts spike so high that they hit all these thresholds that they have in place and then the school board's against him and, and if they're all pushing for oh, the, the, the fear, you know, will they be able to withstand that? Yeah. 
to be seen because we haven't seen the massive spike here yet. It's coming though. And we haven't seen again. And it's right when they're pulling back on the masks. We haven't seen the massive spike in noncompliance either because they don't have the authority to keep your healthy kid out of school. Right. They don't have that authority. You're, you are, uh, you know, that's tough because what do you do? Like tell you, just get in there to your kid. And then I know, you know, then they get called the office and they call you and you got to bring it, you know, I don't want to put my kid in that situation. Nobody does. We need, we need, we need like a massive organized effort where it's just, you know, a hundred parents going, yeah, you're going, you're going in, you're not putting on a mask if you don't want to kids home out of one class a day. Yeah. Or even, and we've, we've heard this in Fargo. They have no, they have nothing in place for noncompliance. We mean have, if you just say, sorry, I'm sending my kid. If, if, um, the quarantine. if there would be too many, if it would keep happening, they don't have anything that they know what to do. They don't have any protocols in place right. that they're going to be able to combat that. Mm-hmm. They've straight said, like, say you've got 18 kids in your class. If nine of them won't wear a mask, they just won't do it. Right. They have nothing they can do. Right. Yeah, but they're count exactly. They're counting. They're counting on, on your yes, exactly. Which they've gotten yes in spades. Yeah. <sighs> Let me show you one more thing here. Speaking of the, uh, you know, the, the Omicron ripping through all these different industries, and now the, especially the healthcare industry, um, you know, being <gasps> already super short staffed. Okay. Now here is a. Unvaxxed nurses were asked to come back to work. Okay, let's listen to this. True story. November 15th, I was terminated from my nursing job because of mandates. This weekend on December 18th, I had a message from staffing (laughs) asking me if I could work this weekend all through Christmas and all through to the new year. They're so desperately short. There you go. 33 days later, <laughs> a month and a couple days later, they're already like, well, we fucked up. You know, yeah, because you know what? Reality is bitch slapping them in the face right now. Yeah. And as people are, the their precious vaxxed nurses are all starting to get COVID anyways. Yeah. And it makes me sad and that they have to more, be out. Now what? more people... Again, you know, we don't know the power that we hold, especially when we stand together. These are adults. Yeah. Adults, mm-hmm. like it's it's one thing for me to say, you know, noncompliance or whatever when it has to do with kids because yeah, obviously that is a hard that's a hard Yeah, ask. like that 5-year-old at that diner. Yeah, he was like he po- he stood up right away. Police. He's like I'm going to leave. Like they told me yeah. I had to go. There's these authority figures, you know, like six police surrounding mm-hmm. his table and he's like clutching to his mom and yes. crying. Yeah, I mean That's terrible and you don't want to put your kid in that situation. Yeah. But with something like this, we're adults, okay? And the sooner that vaccinated people start realizing, hey, okay, well, I guess this doesn't really make any sense. And unvaccinated people who already know that this isn't making any sense. And she took a stand because if she was willing to get fired. She got fired. It, she took a full stand, yep. full principled stand. And everyone should have done that. Yeah. There should have been, there should have been walkouts. We, I saw, and maybe that it was censored. That would put a stop to that immediately. If, if, you know, most of the people that agreed with, uh, 
that this shouldn't be a mandate. Cause yep. I bet if you polled most nurses, they would, you know, they might even think, yeah, everybody should be vaxxed, but yeah. they're going to say, do you want to actually fire this person? They yeah. would, most would probably say no. No. So that's probably and half shouldn't the it staff. be your choice? Because exactly. as a nurse, you're, you're taught to advocate for your patient and what their wants are, not what you want your patient to do. Right. You're supposed to advocate for them. If they all would have stood up, vaxxed or not, and said, this is not right. Yeah. We're not coming in, or, you know, I don't know if Yeah, we're all strike, not coming. Why can't they? I don't know. You know, it, would, it shouldn't take very long. It you know, yeah. my God. I mean, you strike for what, like three days? Your freaking hospital shut down for three days, and then you're like, holy shit. Well, look at- We've got the doctors running the, running the nurses station. All it took was a, a couple weekends of airlines being massively disrupted, and yeah. they're shortening the, CD, the CDC shortening guidelines. Yeah. That's just one industry. Well, or look at the- Yeah, look. <laughs> Look at the mandates for the pilots, and they were like, oh, "No." Yeah. Yep. And then we had a we had a bunch of weather hit. Yep. You know, Southwest or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Also, they're like, ah, I guess we're not going to do that mandate. Yeah. Thing anymore. Said, oh yeah, it had nothing to do. There was no strike because <laughs> we we like not going bankrupt. Yeah. More than we like the mandate. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <clears throat> All right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up there, guys. We've gone an hour and a half here. If we um, haven't lost you already, then yeah. thanks for staying. Congrats to who made it. <laughs> I'll wait at the end of this episode. <laughs> this is a long one, but uh, this just never ending pile of bullshit here. And uh, you know, we're gonna see how hard reality bitch laps everybody in the next uh, between now and the next episode because there's a lot more coming this this thing is not slowing down no it's, it's ramping up it's ramping up on both sides unfortunately I mean <sighs> cases are ramping up and then the even in the face of all this uh, exposure being exposed as bullshit lies. Yes, they that's still, what I'm so confused still about. Trying to ramp up their control, attempted control. It's of us. becoming so clear now, yeah. and they're just scrambling. Yep, they they can't even you know keep up. I mean, uh, most oh, of the people I argue, I argue with still think that the vaxxed can't can't transmit, or at least not as much. Yeah, you know that's why I should have got vaxxed before Christmas. Maybe yeah, my grandma would want to see me then. Gosh, if I was vaxxed. So yeah, all right, let's wrap it up there, guys. Uh, make sure you're sending uh, emails to let parents decide that at Gmail. Visit letparents.com as well as what's the other website? Oh, let the <laughs> <laughs> let the parents decide that dot org. That's right. Or find us on Facebook. It might be hard though because we're getting censored. We're also on Telegram. Oh. Yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to post that in the show notes. Yeah, I, I don't hardly ever post there, but I'm trying. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying so hard. And make sure you you know if you're watching us then you're on rumble because that's the only place where the video is as well make sure you subscribe to the uh, audio podcast too you can go to letparents.com that'll take you right to the audio podcast site so then Definitely. you don't have to like look at our ugly mugs while yeah. you're yeah, you, you can, can just listen just listen and imagine yeah. <laughs> we're super flawless. better looking people um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so yeah, make sure you share, subscribe, rate, review, do all that stuff because I really want to get this information out there. And we're, you know, we're not trying to convince anyone, change anyone's minds. We're we're not naive. No, Our but we're trying to encourage you. If embolden. you believe like we are, yep. if you think like we think, get out there and start talking. Yeah, we want to embolden the people that feel like us to try yeah. to take a stand, a uh, principled stand. The world needs you. That's right. All right, guys. Well, keep fighting. We'll see you next time. Totally getting a shirt. <laughs> <laughs>